Hey guys, it's Chelsea. And this is Grace, and you're listening to Fridays at 5. <laughs> that was awful. Welcome back. Howdy ho. A day late, a dollar short, but we're back. Perfect way. I'm but, always that. I'm always a day late and a dollar short. But hence Chelsea's voice, she's a little sick. Yeah, I have a little cold. So she had to make sure yesterday she didn't have coronavirus Yeah. as to not spread it to us. But so she didn't. Yeah. I sound sexy. Anybody I kind of think it sounds nice. Arr. All right, I can take that second part back. All right, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I guess we'll start a poll. We'll see by the end of the episode how, yeah, how it's going. <laughs> true but we didn't upload last week and i kind of have been feeling for a while this might be like almost a better way to go like a bi-weekly situation as we like i mean that's what we always talk about is that we don't ever like it can't be a full podcast based on our personal lives because clearly we have nothing to say (laughs) no nothing too exciting is going on every seven days and because we're not really a pop culture podcast, we don't have things to update on. You know, mm-hmm. if we focused on pop culture, a lot of podcasts do like Bravo shows or E, whatever. You have obviously stuff to talk about every week because you watch your shows. But I don't. I barely have time to watch TV. Yeah. That's why I always binge watch. Yeah. Like in one weekend, just watch an entire series or YouTube videos. Or YouTube videos. I do that as well. But it's hard to talk about those because you're directly talking shit about someone. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So don't want to get canceled. We're not going to do that. But we are going to recap Handmaid's Tale because I did watch that. That was crazy. Yeah. So if you didn't watch it and you plan on watching it, maybe skip ahead like five minutes. This is your warning. Yeah. But we don't. I don't want to ruin this for you. This is pretty important. Yeah. Okay. So basically... What happens in that last episode? They killed Fred. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we have to start at the beginning. So, Damn. basically, Fre- they tell her June again, like, okay, Fred's going to Geneva. Like, he's going to be pardoned, whatever. So, she goes to his cell and kind of, like, make pretends to make amends with him. Exactly. Which I thought she was going to kill him while she was there. That's what I thought, too. Because she's like, yo, you could leave us be. And, and then I was she, like, oh, God. I thought she, like, put something in the drink when she was, like, standing over looking at that stuff. But, I don't know. I guess she didn't. But they end up like beating him to death, which I thought was kind of like they decapitated wild. him. Yeah, they and then sent hung him on the wall. They hung him on the wall, and they sent his ring or his pinky to his wife, and the ring, and the ring. Yeah, maybe it was his ring finger. Maybe it, the pinky would be symbolic too, though, because he cut yeah. off Serena's finger. But I thought that was so crazy. What? And know what else I realized? That's not Fred's kid. Wh- whose is it? It is that guy's. When did they hook up, though? I, I don't remember that. I don't remember it either. Maybe in the next season, they'll like patch the time yeah. up. But I'm telling you, that's how it comes off. Because he's like, you're really going to go back? Like, and she's like, he's my husband. And he's like, Serena, like, tell me how that makes sense. Oh, right, right. Because I she's was like, like, fuck yeah, I knew. the husband and father of my child or whatever. And he's yeah. like, so you're really going to go back? Yeah. Which I just think it's, I kind of, when he came in the end of last season, I was like, oh, maybe they'll get together. Like, I like them together. But now I think he's so gross. The fact that, like, yeah. you took her here first to save her from that. But, like, now knowing all the shit she did, like, you really want to save her. And, you know, she's she is a victim in some regards. But yeah. she started this whole thing. Yeah. She wrote the damn book. That's how I they know. made the government. <laughs> that, But it's also, like, how the fuck is she going to feel when 
that's her baby daddy. But he also helped all the girls kill her husband. But my question is... It was a little fishy, the whole episode. I don't think he knew. I think they saw Lawrence. Mm -hmm. What's his last name? Commander... Commander Commander Lawrence. Lawrence, Okay. So they saw him. What I thought was that... Whatever, that guy from Canada. I forget his name. Do you know what it is? No. But him. Yeah. That... He truly thought he was turning Fred over to Nick, like the eye. Yeah. I think that he thought they were really turning him over. He was going to be prosecuted in Gilead, which is very possible based on what Lawrence said. And then Lawrence and Nick had their own agreement. Like, who gives a fuck what happens? Like, he went and ratted on everyone. True. And that was sort of what Lawrence and June would have agreed upon. Oh, yeah. So she just didn't tell him the whole truth. Yeah, she told him, like, oh, he'll get prosecuted. He'll go back. And that's obviously what Lauren said, because there's no way to confirm it. You know, it's like they don't have to tell the world what they did. And Mm. they'll probably just never tell the other guys in Gilead, like the rest of the commanders, like what happened. True. Now, I wonder what's But at the end of the episode. June comes home like really, really late, covered in blood. And she's like, I need five minutes. I know. I know. And like, does that mean... Like she's going to get taken away? Like she's going to jail? And I thought, are they sending her back? I thought she was going to run away back to Gilead to try to get Hannah yeah. and or like, because you know how Lauren said like, this is never going to be enough for you. Like even him being yeah. dead isn't going to be enough. I think she realized like she doesn't care once Fred's dead, like she's still not done and she's going to go try to do more. And also Nick has a wedding ring on. I know. That was in the episode before this He took one. it off when he, when he saw her. Oh, and when they kiss in front of Fred, he's like, what the fuck is this? He was like, wait a minute. He's like, come on, son. Come on, son. Yeah. And she's like. And then they just like beat him to death. Like he deserved was, it, he obviously. It. But I kind of would like to see him have gotten prosecuted to see what they think. Because they're also, oh, you know, the brotherhood. This is like God's word. And like you left. And the second you were on their soil, like you gave him all the secrets. That and you know what I'm I'm thinking about now where did they kill him was it gilead yeah because it was or maybe what do you say this is no man's land yeah so you know how gilead sort of ends and then they have like the chicago area maybe it was sort of on the border because maybe it wasn't gilead because then they could technically be prosecuted although do they really follow jurisdiction like laws probably not but i guess it really wouldn't matter because none of those women live in gilead right yeah because that's why i was like how the fuck did they all get here like safely you know they all came back so it must be sort of no man's land or whatever i thought that was so crazy because i thought nick was really going to take him and like bring him to jail yeah damn but they probably would have let him off like they would have given him some punishment but they wouldn't have killed him no but i would like to see what they would have said i'm curious because like the cruel and unusual punishment that they do to gilead like people in gilead even like obviously people of power they cut off serena's fucking finger yeah because she read and then remember when that girl came and saw her reading and had all these notes and everything yeah and the girl was like oh she's like we'd love to raise your baby and she's oh like, yeah yeah Stop that. the other she had a kid from janine janine yeah so yeah she was like oh we would love to raise your baby and um, i think that kind of scared serena she's like oh i don't want to go back there because now she realizes what it's like to raise a kid there 
Yeah, because she's going. They could to, take your kid away whenever they want to. She's gonna. She would be like in the colonies if she yeah. was sent back. Like truly, like she would be treated like shit. She wouldn't have her kid. But like other than, I mean, they got arrested. They didn't. Yeah. Go there by choice. So other than that, really, what have they done? Were they supposed to go? Hey, she never testified. Oh, true. So what would she have done? I mean, maybe they know it's not Fred's kid. <laughs> Oh, maybe. I mean, how could this guy try for years and years and years and years and There's not get no, anyone pregnant? I know. And then randomly one day on this one off chance, get her pregnant. I mean, he's and, an idiot. So. Yeah. Well, th- now thinking about it, though, what did she say? She wants to have the kid in Gilead or she wants to have the kid here? Well, I guess I forget. They don't really say how far along she is, but maybe she's like sec- third trimester. I yeah. don't know. I think that she they kept saying they want in public they want to go back to gilead but i feel like they weren't going to go i don't think that because i remember she was like fred like they're gonna kill us like we're not gonna and be she treated was, well we have to divide and conquer so maybe that meant like fred you go back to gilead if yeah. you want but i'm gonna go do and then who was calling her at the end remember he was like oh, oh we'll she had zoom. a conference call She's like, oh, we'll zoom, and then I, I don't know if she, I don't think she answered it though. No, she did. She got on the oh, phone. And it was okay. probably like about her case or something, because there's no way she knew like what was going to happen to Fred. Not that True. she probably would have gave a fuck, but no, she, she totally like, didn't oh. know. Oh, all right, <laughs> never mind. Gotta go. But, but yeah, I, that was I wish crazy. it wasn't over, because I, I kind of like. I didn't really want her to get back together with Luke because you could just tell that June like wasn't into it. She was just trying to like go through the motions. Yeah. And he was kind of pissing me off too. Yeah. Because he like really wasn't understanding her recovery. He was kind of like pushing her. Yeah. She and was like a prisoner of war literally for years. And a sex slave and all yeah. this crazy other stuff. Like she had an entire other kid. And a whole life. And a whole life without him. And I feel like looking at the grand scheme what was that like five years yeah it was a long time that's a long time and i feel like even uh moira is her name right Mm -hmm. she was like dude like you have to just like let her be like yeah you know and like you could tell like her ptsd and like little things like when she was in the supermarket when she's trying to have sex with him and he was like you need to stop and like it was just crazy or when at the very end when she's killing fred when she like bites him i'm like this this is too much yeah that grossed me out that was disgusting but i thought that was such an interesting ending i really want her to end up with nick me too but who knows that'll be like the last last episode of the whole series i feel like if they even get together because you already know once she finds out he's married they're gonna get into some fight where they're not gonna talk and then they'll end up talking again that's true like what's he supposed to do he has to get married if they tell him like you're getting married like what's he supposed to do i think it's so interesting like how easily nick like his like resources like he could just go to gilead or he could just like or go Go to to Canada canada whenever he wants and i'm like oh I guess the commanders have that freedom, though, because Fred would always go to that, like, oh yeah, sex, whatever place that was, like, bar, club place. They would all go. So they, I think, have more freedom. They have their own cars and stuff. That's crazy. And I'm if they're like, not high up, they don't need security. That's true. I'm so curious to see, like, how the next season's going to play out. I wish it was coming out soon, but they take friggin' forever. They don't care. They're like, eh, it'll come when it comes. Exactly. They're like, yeah, you'll, you'll wait. But you know that the girl who plays June, she's an amazing actress and everything. She's a Scientologist in real life. So it kind of makes me like, Miss Girl, some of this might apply to you. It's a little culty. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't like That's that. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I'm like, damn. Oof. It's like no one likes Tom Cruise anymore. So 
nobody likes anybody in Scientology. It's I don't even weird. know what the basis of the religion is, like what they believe, what I just know it's very culty. So it's very like you have to like pay weird. a lot of money to be a part of it. I don't know where this money goes, but anyways, that's our Handmaid's Tale recap. So yeah. it was really good. Go watch. I know a lot of you guys watch that because whenever I post about it, you message me. So I'm assuming True. some of you have thoughts because now that it's over i don't know what else to watch i've been watching Grey's anatomy but again i just want to shake them like yeah. meredith yeah is so annoying i'm yep. sorry i know she's the main character but she's annoying they're all like such flawed flawed characters which is probably the point but like the way what's his name the one who's married to callie george like how he doesn't ever communicate with callie i know and like he's obviously in love with the blonde girl izzy they i already watched the part where they hook up and then you know they fight and whatever like just tell your wife what are you gonna lie to her forever like just get it over with it's so crazy like it like a lot of that show like is completely unrealistic but i'm like you know you just want to be like what the shit like you yeah. know you wouldn't do this in real life or like when addison leaves and goes to california because her boyfriend's like says he hooks up with someone even though he didn't i'm like so you're just gonna leave yeah yeah that's pretty <laughs> like much you're it. all are adults and then shepherd's like oh well i kind of like want to break up with her because she tried to kill herself i'm like good plan really good love plan. That. love it love it love it <laughs> love it let's just continue that plan yeah so they're all like i can only watch the show in small doses because they're all so fucking no because you get so, sometimes even so, like it doesn't matter whatever i'm watching if like there's a part like you know it's about to get really fucked up or like yeah. really bad i'm like fuck i have to take a step back like yeah, i can't finish it. this episode like i need to go like take a lap take a hike do something yeah. because i'm like fuck i'm gonna get angry now because i know exactly what's gonna happen and like with christina do, getting married to preston and she like wants to get married but she doesn't really care and he like talks to his mom and the mom's like oh well if you have to think about it then she doesn't want to do it it's like just talk to each other I know. That's, if you're getting married and you don't actually say what you're thinking you're just gonna sit there and be a little bitch and annoyed about it what's the point of getting married just say it to each other i know they're both he's sitting there like oh, so upset and she's like oh what's the matter oh nothing Stop. just say it now because you're dragging the fight out to the next episode and i don't want to hear about I it i know i just want it to be done and over with like what's the next surgery you're doing and i heard well i just did some like research on the show and it turns out guy who plays preston is homophobic Ooh. and i said i loved him last week so i do take that back upon further research um he yeah. was honestly i hated him as a character i'm not gonna lie to you i really like him as a character he's so smart and i think he him and christina like their personality matches up really well together yeah. but i also like sorry not sorry like i don't really like christina that much yeah, she's kind of a bitch. I like her at some points because, like, she'll show up when she has to show and up. she's so like, smart. Yeah, but I, like, hate that. I hate when people are, like, they're only their brain. I'm like, you are so much more than this. Like, why are you making this your personality? Like, well, I don't get it. probably at work, doctors aren't much more than their brain, to be honest. Like, oh. that's, like, you know, they can't. Yeah, Chelsea's, like, coughing, clearing her throat, <laughs> sniffling into the mic. Sorry, everybody. I just feel like at work, there's some professions where, like, you don't have... Like, you can show personality, but, True. like, she has to focus on that. I just think she doesn't have a personality. Yeah, that's what sucks about her. She's, she's just very, like, sarcastic and... Yeah, not I for mean, me. didn't she say, like, she didn't really have friends? Like, Meredith is her friend, so that's kind of why she's... That's true. And Meredith is too busy, like, crying in the corner about every random thing that happens to her. I know. I'm like, damn. Yeah, like, her, 
stepmom dies of sepsis. I'm like, oh, damn. Like a week after her mom died. I know. Ooh, double homicide. Oh, damn, double homicide. <laughs> That's a funny thing. TikTok. Oh, and TikTok. You know, when we first started doing this podcast, I used to call the TikTok sounds noises because that's what I thought they were, but they're called sounds and I'm calling them noises. Like what an idiot. Why am I calling it a noise? A noise. We didn't know the noise I heard. Oh yeah. The noise. It's a sound. It hurts to be this dumb. It does. It does hurt. But now we'll move on to the main topic of this episode, which is resume tips, interview tips, and coworker tips, because I did a little question box thing on my instagram story and that was the bulk of questions so chelsea do you have any resume tips you'd like to start us off with yes so obviously this is all catered towards whatever job you're trying to get but overall i think when you're writing your resume especially if it's like your first or second like real job you're trying to get you have to keep it like no more than a page it cannot be anything more even if it's like your fourth job yeah you really shouldn't have keep it really short and you're sweet. not bill gates queen like unless it's you, not that important unless you've had like no ex- no it like shouldn't 20 be, years i'm saying if you're like, listening to this podcast it shouldn't be more than a page oh yeah no yeah that's that's also true <laughs> i'm thinking like way in the future but no bill gates isn't listening <laughs> could you imagine he comments hey girls hey girlies it's actually two pages <laughs> i don't it's think bill gates needs to resume no chelsea but if you sniffle into the mic again i'm, I'm gonna sorry. punch you i got was actually like by accident the other ones were on purpose no i'm just kidding i won't do it again but yeah keep it less than a page same font nothing fun it's black and white if like... you use comic sans it's getting skipped obviously you can like make the font smaller if you want to fit more in but yeah. like trust me it doesn't need to be more than one page yeah and just write always i've never did this but you should write a cover letter Oh, I hate doing I that. I hate it. When I was applying for jobs, if I saw a cover letter, I was like, next. I know, it's not that important. It's so like, <laughs> it's so silly. It's such a simple task to Especially do. Especially like, for the s- career fields we're in. Yeah. There's nothing, I have nothing to add about my personality that will make this job more or less for me. Like, Interview me and you'll find out. And like my resume says it all. I, I'm re- literally regurgitating my resume i feel like if you're in business or advertising cover letters maybe more because you can talk about actual projects that you did that's true but for us it's like what what are we putting on there that it wouldn't be on the actual resume part yeah i hate cover letters i hate it too but like uh, apparently like a lot of places like a lot of hospitals anyways like really like look for that dear mr mrs whatever i wrote one and now i just like switch out the words for all of them because i'm like okay yeah and just cater it towards like whatever i guess for me it would be whatever unit you're going for like oh if you like um like emergency room like oh like i like the fast pace i like this i like that just words to describe whatever you're doing i I guess yeah and then what's my other i have one more tip well i could throw mine in there yeah no you go ahead they're probably the same thing probably (laughs) if you're around our age like you just graduated and i'm sure you put more of this stuff on when you're older as well but especially for new grads at least at my law school they like did it for us they made our resumes but you put your school information at the top i always think like if your gpa was high enough put that on there because it shows i mean everyone who's applying for these jobs like has a college degree because typically like i'm just talking about if you're applying for this job that requires a college degree i'm sure the other applicants have it as well so if you 
got a good GPA. I mean, that's kind of dependent on what field you're in, what a good GPA qualifies as, I'm sure. True. I always think you should add it if it was good or if you had any honors, like you graduated with honors or yeah. you got like an award, like definitely put that on there because even though grades don't matter after school, like no one's going to be like, what did you get in your intro to sociology? Like no one's yeah. going to give a shit. But it just shows that you really put the effort in that you tried. Exactly. Um, I guess you're you're right when it like. But if your GPA say, blows, like it's not a big deal. But don't put it on there. Like don't advertise that. Yeah, because <laughs> like, no one's gonna ask about it. Yeah, no one cares. It's funny you say that. This is just a little tidbit of information. Little side, little side <laughs> note. I spent so much money on the SATs. I didn't even send my SAT scores so oh, where yeah. I went to college. It's so different now. I mean, Apparently what, now, like you have to. Really? Like, a, I know, like... Because a lot of schools got rid of it, I thought. I heard that, but apparently now Sacred Heart is saying, like, oh, you have to send... They realized this- it kind of screwed them over. <laughs> they realized they let people like me there. <laughs> and they're like, oh, maybe we should check. When I was applying to college was, like, the first year some schools weren't doing the SATs anymore. But it was still very yeah. much so, like, you should send it, but you don't have to. That's true. Because uh, I'm old. I was applying to college in, like, 2012, which is crazy. That was so long ago. That was my first year of high school Boop. wow <laughs> and my other thing that i got in my question box was to talk about the tiktok trend that's like people saying if you did this put this on your resume and i have a few thoughts about this take I, it away i think that any experience in any job field is good for a resume especially when you're starting out like if you don't have a lot of pertinent experience if you're applying to be let's say a receptionist you did a lot of other jobs obviously you're going to put that on your resume it's work experience it shows that you can show up and go to a job and handle things but on the other hand like I saw one for instance if you were a babysitter or a nanny something the way that these people are suggesting you word things that are just such obvious over explanations of simple things that you're doing at work it's kind of crazy or you work at a restaurant they're like facilitate thousand dollars of transactions per day I'm like no you can only stretch the truth so far and that's the person who's reading your resume is a normal person like they're gonna be like okay that's great that you worked at a restaurant you have experience you know dealing with people that's a big thing that you're gonna do pretty much at any job is deal with people so you're personable and stuff like that but saying you facilitate thousands of dollars of transactions like is a gross overstatement yeah and it's like someone's reading this and being like okay like you're a waitress which is fine and that's a good job but don't say you facilitated thousands of dollars yeah, of transactions like, it's just crazy you, the biggest thing is like i i think you should stretch the truth a little bit but not to and that embellish, extent you know yeah make yourself sound much better you, you know? should you shouldn't put like delivered food to tables you can jazz it up a little more yeah. than that but like definitely don't lie because they'll fact check you like a hundred percent will fact check you and be like oh you know how to do blah 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 and I've never done this because I don't really have it but some people like like it depends on your job of course but they'll put like a special talent like they won't like name the section that but they'll be like oh I'm bilingual or like oh yeah I you definitely don't say you're bilingual if you're not because that'll really screw you over imagine like you say it and they like start talking to you in the language you said you know and you're like Oops. You have like Duolingo, the <laughs> yeah. app up, and you're like, uh, Google yeah. Translate's recording. Like, One <laughs> second, let me think. That's um, definitely some. I mean, you. I always throw in there a few things. You know, people are like, oh, I'm proficient at Excel. Like, I always say that. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. I can make you a simple spreadsheet, and that's about it. But I could figure it out if I had to. That's that's true too. I I use Epic at my hospital. It's like our charting software, 
and apparently like it's really good if you know how to do that because mm-hmm. not every hospital has the same charting yeah. which i was you would think but i would think and i'm like oh god so i wrote that and they actually brought that up in my interview they're like oh you you, you have used epic before and i said yeah like during clinical and they're like oh great because that's what we have and i was like love it oh great and so. Another tip that I have is to review your resume and like think about the things that are on there before the interview. Cause this happened to me so many times when I was interviewing for jobs that I put on my resume when I was at different jobs. Oh, you know, did legal research or yeah. helped write deposition questions or whatever. And then they'll ask, Oh, well, what kind of case was the deposition? I'm like, funny you should ask that. Cause I cannot remember. Like nothing yeah. is more embarrassing than you're like, Oh, just give me a second. And you're like, what the fuck you're like spongebob with the filing cabinet you're like literally where is it so i would just suggest reviewing your resume not like memorize it because you won't have to recite it but just if you wrote oh i handled case files at a defense attorney's office like review in your head oh what were some of those cases about because i can guarantee you if you put something like that on your resume they're going to ask oh well what kind of case did you work on they're going to ask and you could just make something up because they'll obviously never know but it's better just to have it in your head so you're not like, oh, well, it was this and this. And then suddenly your lies out of hand and you like worked on a federal, you know, case yeah. that went to the Supreme Court before you know it. <laughs> it's true. They did that to me, too. They um, during my interview, they asked me like they gave me situations where I guess like a lot of like what they see on the floor. And one of the situations was like. Uh, regarding pain medication which I thought was so interesting because like I would have this just went right over my head like I would have never thought about this and I guess they gave me situations that like happens on the floor one of them was like I said pain and they were like oh your patient like you just gave them pain medication and it's 15 minutes later and like they're still asking for more saying it's not working like what do you do and I was like oh funny you should say that I've actually been in a situation like this before yeah like always like I'll try to relate it to something you actually have done. Yeah, I've done, or even like just think about like stories, just something to relate to. Because yeah, again, like you said earlier, they're just people. Like yeah. they go home, they eat, they shit, they sleep. They're just like you and I. Yeah, that's was one of my next tips, just for like interviews in general. The person who's interviewing you, likely, like especially if you're interviewing at a larger, like a firm or a hospital or just like a large office likely it's not the person you're going to end up working for like they're not going to be your direct supervisor if you get hired that'll probably be just a round of interviews is like meeting them but they're not your initial interview this is a regular person they're probably young a lot of interviewers are hr people who are generally like younger just be normal be professional but don't be so robotic that it's extremely weird because if you think about it no if one you wants were to interviewing someone like at your job now, would you want to work with this like weirdo who speaks in the most strange, eloquent sentences and only can yeah. talk about what's on their resume, can't have a personal conversation, can't laugh? Exactly. Yeah. Especially in the career fields we're in, like we see regular people all the time. Half of our job is just dealing with people. You have to be personable to some extent. You can't be like a miserable bitch. <laughs> Listen, there are things that I do at my job that you don't wouldn't even think about. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can you not have a call? Like, just laugh about something. And it, it's awkward, obviously. Like, your interview, it's first time you're meeting this person. You're anxious. You're stressed. Whatever. But, you know, if they throw out, like, a personal question, you know, answer and laugh and, you know, make some sort of weird personal connection. You know, they have a poster on the wall of something like, oh, I love that movie. Only if you actually know what it is or else they'll start asking you questions. You'll be like, oh, I actually don't know what the hell you're talking about. That would be 
Could you imagine? Oh, I couldn't even imagine. I, I would be like, actually, I had to leave. So, never mind. <laughs> actually, I'm going to just don't call me back. Just, you know, we can just cancel here. I'm just going to get out of here. Another tip I have, too, is get who, their email and then follow yeah. up, like, I guess Always. a day later. No, like the same day. Same day? I don't even know. Not the I second did. you leave, but yeah. within the same day. I always say, like, within the same day if your interview is in the morning, but within 12 hours if it was at night. Yeah. You know, like, maybe not 12, but if you, your interview is at 5, email them by, like, 9 the next day. Yeah, that's true. Because I think emailing quickly after shows that you actually, like, paid attention and you care, yeah. but also that you're prepared to respond and you're not, like, three days later, like, oh, well, they haven't called me. Let me send a follow-up email now. Yeah, and they like they listen to that. They take very close note of that. And I had like a script I would follow when I p- emailed. Like it would be like, "Thanks so much for meeting with me today. It was great meeting you. I really d- enjoyed your explanation of X Y Z at the firm. I'm excited about the possibility of joining your team as a blank. I said that. Too. I think my skills or experience in blank would really be an asset to the firm. If you have any questions, please call or email me at blah blah blah." If you have to send them something, like a writing sample, my writing sample is attached for your review. Sincerely, name, put your number under there, whatever your email signature is. True. Make sure it's spelled correctly, but don't make it long. Like you just interviewed with them. They don't want an essay. Yeah, just short and sweet. So that's another good tip. You know, always follow up. And my final tip about interviews is to ask questions. You know, they'll always say, oh, do you have any questions? It's so easy to be like, no. Like, because you probably honestly don't have any questions at that point in time. You're not going to ask how much you get paid. You're not going to ask about benefits or vacation days. Definitely don't. So you have to make up some bullshit question. And you may not even give a flying shit about the answer. But one of my go-to questions is, if I was to get hired as a whatever, what would the average day in the life entail? Like, what would the work as a new blank entail? Or... What do you like about this area of law or nursing or whatever? What made you want to do this? Because that way it gives them an answer that they can do without thinking like, oh, well, what what is the answer? Like, it's just a general question that they would know the answer as an HR person or whatever. And it does give you a good idea of what your day in the life would be or like, what's the most interesting thing about this job? If the most interesting thing about the job is sending letters to clients and you don't want to do that maybe you're like oh well this is not for me yeah maybe this isn't for me um a good question from like nurses I guess you could say to ask for healthcare is like what's your nurse to patient ratio oh my god I just stepped on my words there what's your nurse to patient ratio and there was another one like what patient population do you guys typically get to see Mm mm-hmm I'm med surge, so you could see anything, but we do get an influx of a certain kind of patient sometimes. So it's good to know. And then it's something that like, you know, you take the job and you can like do a little research on it or look at your notes and see, oh, like maybe I should like do more stuff about diabetes or like COPD or whatever it is. Focus on if you get the job. Heart failure. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, those were our interview and resume tips. Also, my other one is no likes or ums, at least try to limit them. It's not necessarily a sign of intelligence or anything like that, but I always say if you have to say a like or an um, I personally would rather hear someone pause for a moment to reflect on what they're going to say rather than um, like, and I still do that, obviously. Everyone does. It's impossible to not, especially when you're so used to it. But in 
professional settings, the worst thing you can hear is someone, uh, and like constantly, yeah. I'm just like, shut up. Just think about what you want to say and then say it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, think about how many times I say it on here. How boring and annoying is it? And I'm like, um, uh, e, uh, like. <laughs> You've gotten better, like, though. I've gotten much better, but it's annoying to hear, but especially in a professional setting. I remember going into it, and that was my biggest thing. I was like, Chelsea, you're going to say um so many times. Because they'll say, oh, tell me about a time when you did this. Tell me about a time with this. How would you do this? And I, I would just say, can you give me one second? Or like, like yeah. let me think. Even hmm is better than oh. Like, yeah. hmm. That's better than oh. I always restate their question. Like, when would I, how yeah. would I do blah, 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 blah. But that's e- better than being oh. You got to buy yourself some time Let's somehow. Let's see. Let me dig through the files in my brain to unearth a lie <laughs> that I'm about to tell you. <laughs> or when people are like, what's, um, oh, here we go. Like an um, here I go. Call myself out. What's one of your negative qualities or however they word it. And someone just gives an obvious positive. Oh, I just can't leave work without my work being done for the day. Shut up. That is not a negative. Obviously, you're not going to be like, I'm the worst procrastinator. I will never hand anything in on time. Like, definitely don't say that, even if it is true. Always say time management. Yeah, you say time management. You could say that sometimes you get too focused on small details and you can't look at the bigger picture. That's fine because it's still, it's not awful, but it's not like obviously a perfection, you know, a quality, a good quality. You don't want to be like, I'm perfect. So nothing is actually a problem for me. I'm the smartest person you've ever interviewed and I'm the best person I'll ever work here. The smartest (laughs) person you've ever interviewed. Case closed. Nobody's getting hired. Case closed. I'm hired. (laughs) See you Monday. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be here tomorrow, nine o'clock. I'll expect my first check on Friday. Yeah, love it. And then our other topic is annoying coworkers and how to deal with that. We've all worked at jobs where we've had annoying Put coworkers. Them in their and that's my first thing is don't do that. Because <laughs> you have to deal with this person. I guess it does depend on the size of your office. Like if you have an HR department, something you can go bitch to them about, like maybe do that. Maybe they can solve the problem. But in a smaller office or in a place where you just deal with your coworkers directly, if something they're doing is annoying you, but it's not affecting their job, like it's they smack their gum yeah. or they listen to music and it bothers you. Like I really just think keep it to yourself. Yeah. You got to pick and choose your battles here. Like unless they're like bullying you yeah. or like, like really being They're doing a something dick. that affects the quality of your work or yeah. their work, then you should say something in a nice way. But if it's yeah. just a pet peeve, like I hate when people smack their food or gum or whatever. That sucks for you, bro. Like, yeah, like it. I got to get over it. Yeah. And I'm sure people hate things that I do. So they have to get over it. They can't. You're the most perfect employee. I know. I'm actually the most perfect employee. <laughs> I've never done anything wrong. So As employee of the month. <laughs> every month. Every month. <laughs> but yeah, if it's not affecting their work or your work, then I kind of think just keep it to yourself. And even if it is affecting their work, it's kind of hard to say something to someone like, hey, you call especially out sick when you're every new, day. Especially like, when you're new. Like, yeah. you got to like really like reel it in because you're not that important. Yeah, unfortunately. Watch, watch what you're saying, who you're saying to. Definitely. Because you might think, They're oh, me, me and this person, we're, we're tight at work. Like, I'm going to bitch to her about everything or whatever. The second there's mm-hmm. a problem between you two, it's very possible. I'm not saying they're going to, but they, they're going to tell their other friend at work. Yeah. And that friend's going to tell someone and then HR is going to find out that exactly. you are bitching and complaining about everyone. You can get your paws on. Exactly. That's why I feel too, like it's nice to have friends at work. Like you shouldn't just be going to work yeah, and going home. You can home. like talk about your life and you can commiserate about work too. Exactly. Like that's allowed, but always like watch what you say because they especially where I work like some of the stories I hear and it's like yeah. I hear it from other people because they're talking about exactly. it and I'm like damn I just got here you guys like 
Crazy. You already heard it through the grapevine. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder what they all think about me. And then I'm I like, know. I, I don't, don't really care. Know. I definitely don't want to <laughs> know. But yeah, definitely just w- when you're saying things, and this is just a rule to live by in general, if you don't want the person you're saying about, saying it about to find out, like if you wouldn't be comfortable telling them to their face, don't say it. I'm not saying yeah. I live my life by that rule by any means, because I don't, but it's a good rule to follow if this is what's going to keep you up at night. Yeah, that's true. Like you said, you have to go to work and you have to see them still. You can't yeah. just like completely ignore them. Oh, I hate them. I'll never see them again. Okay, well, get a new job. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Because they're not going to get a new job. Exactly. They've been here bitching and complaining since exactly. before you. And even if you quit or you leave your job or whatever, even if you get fired, you really shouldn't burn bridges because you're going to yeah. need references. And let's say you can't use your boss as a reference. Say you got fired and your boss isn't going to, you know, speak nicely of you. You can still use generally speaking, co-workers as references. Sometimes people will only want a supervisor, but you can still use co-workers. So if you and your co-worker got along great, don't on the way out be like, yeah, and F you bitch, because you're always late and I was picking up your slack because now yeah. they're not going to be a good recommendation. Now they definitely just put the nail in the coffin. They said, yeah, yeah eh, another one bites the dust. Yeah. And we'll see what the next one brings in. But definitely, you know, watch what you say to co-workers. And if it's a personal problem, I just think best left unsaid yeah i agree unless it's truly driving you nuts like if it's again affecting your work if they're literally blasting music and you can't stand it just ask them to lower it turn it off yeah okay karen yeah stop i (laughs) I hate when the office is dead silent i don't play music because i hate when other people are playing music and you can just faintly hear it like i need to be in control of course but i hate when the office is dead silent it's so awkward i'm like soon turn the fan on (laughs) let <laughs> yes. me get my noise machine <laughs> you like bring out your noise machine everyone looks at my like, sleep music <laughs> start blasting it. <laughs> it's like wait a minute i don't remember doing this grace is taking a nap at her desk <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny and our last thing is our vibe of the week which we d- forgot to do last week but in our defense we were a little disheveled we were extremely <laughs> disheveled and my vibe of the week obviously hasn't really changed much because i'm still listening to the four same songs but it is Olivia Rodrigo. I just think she's so cute and I love she her music. Is. And she I, really that is. song, Good For You, I love that song. Because it's like upbeat. Pop. It's good for like working out or doing anything. It's not completely miserable. Is like driver's good? license. Like you've got to cry or like kill yourself when you're listening to that. But Good For You is a banger. And I'm not afraid to admit it as a 26-year-old. It, it is. I listen to the... It's literally on my... She's on my first <laughs> Spotify page too. Exactly. I love her. She is just very talented for how young she is. Yeah. And, and I like, think she writes those songs. She's just really inspiring too. Like yeah. it, it's, it's awesome. And I, whoever wronged her. Josh. Thank you. Thanks Joshua. Joshua. But I already like hear the narrative. Oh, well, she wrote a whole album about a guy like get a life. What were you doing when you were 17 or 18? You were bitching, complaining about guys. And if you had any talent, you'd probably write a song about them too. But like the rest of us, we don't have any talent. We just just bitched and complained. So I'm sorry that she's making millions. No one cares when a guy writes a song about his girl breaking up with him, cheating on him, whatever. No one cares. But when girls do it, it's like, what a loser. She has nothing better to do. What else is she supposed to write about? She's 17. She can't write songs about drinking or partying. So yeah. I mean, if you can make money off of anything, especially a broken heart girl, take that and run with it, bitch. Like, I would do this. Stop. I would do the same thing if I had any talent, but I don't. So that's why we do podcasts. That's why I bitch and complain (laughs) on here. Uh, 
that's why we do it. We do it for the kids. <laughs> we do it for the kids. Something sweet for the kids. <laughs> I've been listening a lot to the Skinny Confidential podcast. I don't know if you listen to them, but it's I a husband wife. I love their podcast because they have guests on a lot. Ooh. And like there's something for everyone if you're into like health and wellness or if you're oh, into cool. like they have nurses. That's doctor nurse combined apparently. Oh. But nurses and doctors on all the time. There's something for everyone. It's really oh, wow. good. And it's a guy and a girl. So you get like a good mix of questions yeah that's good so that's just a little pod if you want to it's like one of the most popular ones so i'm not unearthing anything new here but it's something that's true (laughs) i've heard of them before but yeah her name's lauren bostick she's cute instagram when you listen to podcasts like just say like you stumbled upon a brand new one tomorrow and they have like two or three seasons would you go back and listen to the first one no absolutely not i always just start the way i start listening to new podcasts is through guests if it's oh. someone I already listened to, I'm like, okay. oh, they're on this. Oh, I'll listen to it. And then I get into it. But I really don't listen to new podcasts. Like, I stick to the same few ones. Yeah. I find it hard to get into new podcasts because I don't know the person. With YouTube, yeah. you can see them. And Instagram, you could see them. There's With at podcasts, least like, it's hard. Yeah, no, that's true. I've been trying to listen to new ones because I'm, like, all out of the ones I listen to Broadening now. Broadening your horizon. Yeah, but it's hard for me to do. I don't even like listening to new music. So can you imagine how hard it is for pods do you listen to the first episode you scroll down like i haven't i'll be honest i haven't listened to a podcast in probably like a few months um but with the few episodes i did i was like damn how do people catch up so easily i'm like chelsea no one does (laughs) that's how (laughs) i'm like oh god if i'm like super bored or have a long car ride i'll listen to old ones especially when i'm like running out yeah but i don't if i'm just starting out i don't listen to the first few ones because it's usually not people's best work anyways you're still trying to figure it out you know it's like our 50th episode we still don't know how the hell this thing works i know people are like yeah um i'd listen if you fix the mic so i'm like well i'm not gonna do it so (laughs) well tell us how to fix the mic yeah tell us how and then i'll do it i've tried everything so many times we really have obviously what we're doing is videos i've done i got a new computer she did i've done it all she has done it all i'm just not technologically inclined I have some bad news. I don't have a vibe of the week. You've just not been vibing. I just, I've just been listening to the most dramatic, crazy shit lately. And I'm like, okay, well, this is either going to sound like really, really sad or like oh, really, yeah. really weird. I've been listening to the Grateful Dead, the Bee Gees, the Beatles, uh, the Sour album, today's pop hits, rock classic. Like, who the fuck? You have a downstairs mix up happening. <laughs> She's old Greg. I'm old Greg. That's like the first YouTube video ever. I'm old Greg. Want some watercolors? <laughs> she my downstairs mix up. If you don't understand, just watch good. old Greg. And it's honestly a really annoying video, but it's kind of funny. It's I was in like seventh grade. And my friend's like, you have to watch this. I'm like, this is not funny. <laughs> I went to my friend's house and we watched it because our older sister like made us watch it. And I was like, this is because everyone was referencing it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm left out now. And I watched it and I was like, I could have done without. That was so funny. Like when someone forces you to watch a video and they're like, it's funny, I swear. I'm like, really? I haven't left yet. I'm really waiting on that. I'm still waiting. And I was in high school in the era or the time when Two Girls, One Cup came out. So that everyone was like, you have to watch this video. It's disgusting. And you're like, what the hell is this? Uh, I feel like that video should be banned that in America. Be banned. You know how they have those posters like banned books? They should have banned 
watching videos and that should be one of them jesus you i just fucking you did just, it again you aimed it into the I microphone did. you know what that's truly disgusting i take it back <laughs> i'm like, sorry everybody you take it back oh, i'm not deleting it because no because i did it with a purpose yeah Power. i really did sorry everybody that is disgusting I t- i'm sorry you have the summer sniffles the summer sniffies Okay. I also At least you're not like hacking one up. No, that'd be disgust. <laughs> Truly disgusting, love. I just saw a message from somebody. Oh, we no. could do like a very quick on this because I don't have enough information. We'll come back with more next week. But Brittany's testimony. Oh yeah, I really don't. I know didn't that much. listen to most of it. I like caught the recaps. I mean, it was really sad and it's really terrible. And I hope they get rid of the conserv- conservatorship, conservatorship because it just. It's so obvious that she doesn't need it. And I, I'm i not educated on that topic at all. It's honestly not something I ever really learned about That's in law school. We'll Maybe we back. touched on it briefly. But I just think it's such a wild concept for someone who's clearly sane and with it. I mean, the dad is such a manipulative little bitch. Get a job. I know. It's not mooching off your daughter, you I freak. Know. If she's good enough to like go on tour go do all this stuff and she said like keep all these people employed choreograph dances like every single day if she's able to do that then like why can't she like make her own choices and miss jamie lynn mooching off her sister did i the only reason also why i'm saying because i just saw that message now but i also jamie lynn like posted this like huge like story today because she turned her comments off yeah and I thought that was interesting. Again, like I said, we'll come back with like more information next week. I just kind of wanted to touch on it because I have been thinking about it. Free Britney. For, I have always been team free Britney. I was her I for Halloween knew something year. was up when she started posting those videos like two years ago where her eyes just look like crazy. You can tell she's like something is up part of the time. Yeah. You can tell they like drug her. It ha- I like I don't know what she takes. I don't even think they, they would disclose that yeah. unless this got like Well I, I heard really and crazy. I don't know if that was true. It was just something I heard in other podcasts that she's on lithium amongst a few other things. That makes it so that but is, that's like a crazy heavy drug. It is. It's a heavy drug and it's one of those drugs that like you have to like I know in the beginning when you take it but it works really well, but you have to like really like you can't like overdose on it. Like you can't take yeah. more. You have to like go get blood tests it's like and very like, monitored and check to see your levels because you can go crazy. Like, you yeah. know, like and they're probably giving her a lot to keep her like sort yeah. of sedated and like uh, you're not going to start thinking too much about this. She, she looks and is from what I see, like what is being portrayed to the public is that she like just like just so blah like she's just so like there's nothing like going through the motions like she's not experiencing they're giving her so much stuff to just like contain like her i guess you could say like her issues or like whatever she actually has diagnosed but then it's like then there's no personality yeah and then it's you know it's just really sad and then you hear her talk out about the conservatorship and yeah like her just like whatever everything's going on so it's definitely like really sad yeah, I feel really bad, and I hope that it goes her way this time around. But I also heard, and I don't know if this is true, that it's the same judge as it was last time. And I should be loud. They should. I, they should have a new one. But maybe because last time, I don't think she really gave testimony. Um, I mean, I don't recall hearing about it at least. Yeah. So maybe this would be something you know. Change yeah, it. and it's also tr- 
like not saying that like i'm just like saying both sides of the story like you know giving devil's advocate but like there's so much stuff that we don't even know about yeah you know what i mean not saying that it's right what they're doing but like once everything becomes like i guess knowledgeable i guess we'll all like see what's going on but yeah i definitely it definitely just seems like a ploy for the dad to control her weird. finances what's what going on with the mom i didn't hear anything about her is she involved in this i, I would assume in the some way like she's still alive like yeah. i i think she but that's Fuck another jamie thing. lynn i just feel like this is her fault i, I don't just, know why i don't understand because i don't know I, I just don't i just don't get it like it's just weird to me like how could you just like sit there and like let this happen like the sister like everybody her mom, family the members sister, everything yeah. yeah i don't know i mean i'm sure a lot of them are just money hungry and they're like well we might as well use her billions yeah. she's you know? britney britney she is she's britney bitch <laughs> she's britney bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one thanks yeah free britney free Poor britney. brit i love her i do too I she's a queen and Halloween. then justin timberlake's like oh my god we have to help britney shut up shut the fuck up Go away. You're an asshole. Go away. Go cheat on your wife again and then oh, deny it. No. Why are you holding hands with this person in public? Oh, that's like more intimate than catching someone kissing. Why the hell are you holding hands, you weirdo? I know. Don't you like, didn't he just have a kid too? I think his wife was like pregnant. Oh, you're holding my hands. God. Men. What are we going to do with him? Kill all men. Like that TikTok <laughs> sound? I think that's. Kill true. all <laughs> men. I second that. <laughs> We're talking wrong. about the Handmaid's Tale killing men. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. It's all coming full <laughs> circle. Eee. Well, that was this week's episode, guys. I like our structure. Now good. we'll have to find a new show to watch. I'm watching Golden Girls. No, no. <laughs> a new show from this century. That's I know. It's so true. Something that other people will watch. If you guys need something desperately, you should watch Golden Girls on Hulu. It's a very I'm not that show. desperate. I know. Shows like that give me anxiety. Really? A laugh track. Oh, shut up. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is in front of a live studio. <laughs> Sometimes it was back Sometimes in the day. Sometimes it was. Like Friends at one point in time was in front of a live studio. Then I think they changed it. Or actually it was always in front of a live studio, but they just put a laugh track instead of oh. their, maybe their laughs weren't good enough. Yeah, maybe. The maybe. show's not fucking funny. That's why they didn't put their real laughs in. I know. I was a good like show to put on like in the background though. Like, you're like, oh, whatever. But it wasn't like. I don't know. I just never got into it. Slap happy. That's what we'll do. We'll put up a poll. What should we watch? Yeah. What's our new show to watch that we can go over and watch? It's not like a terribly boring show. We have to be able to watch. Yeah, that's true. You do Vampire Diaries, but you refuse to watch it. It was a great (laughs) fucking show. Where do I watch it? Netflix. No, because you're not going to watch it. I'm I'm going to tell you and you're not going to watch it. I'll be like, yeah, I remember that episode. Just like all the shows (laughs) that are recommended. (laughs) I'll watch that. I watched it. It was two minutes, but I watched it. That's true. Well, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's where we post most of our lovely content. And then my, well, our Instagram is Fridays dot at five. My Instagram is lipsticks and lattes. And mine is Chelsea McNulty underscore. And it'll all be linked in the Give show like. notes. Give it a follow. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Share a little love. Watch nice. our story. If, it's, if we have anything going on there. Yeah. You know, you know the drill. Just give it a view. Yeah. See, check it out. Poke around. See what you like. We're just watching Peach scratch herself. Oh, it's so cute. She's a wet towel, so she loves wet towels. <laughs> Aw. We went to the pool. Yeah. My pool finally opened. We played mermaids. Yeah, we swam for like an hour. I felt so good. 
I know. Feels good on my legs, on my knees. <laughs> Getting old. Uh, Can't run like boy. I used to. All right. Well, that's it. Adios. Goodbye, everybody. Toodles. Thank Thanks for listening. Sorry See for the sniffles. The next one. Sorry, Chelsea's blowing her nose into the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>